sharing wisdom and speaking truth, this is the IPHC Leadership Cast. Hello and welcome to this episode of the IPHC Leadership Cast. I'm Garrett Magby and today I am sitting with Dr. Lou Shirey, the Director of Clergy Development and the Win Prayer Ministry of the International Pentecostal Holiness Church. Uh, Dr. Shari, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thank you for asking me to share today, Garrett. Well, absolutely. I thank you for being on the the uh, show again. I know we had you back in, I think, 2015. Mm-hmm. Uh, you with your wife, Becky, uh, shared with us about traditions. I remember that. Yeah. For Christmas and yeah. uh, great, great podcast, but we haven't had you on since then. And we want to talk to you a little bit today uh, about, you know, we're, we're focusing on all generations this year. And the, right. the IPHC is our core value emphasis. Um, and so I wanted to, to pick your brain a little bit and your heart about, uh, all generations. Tell us a little bit about, um, uh, you know, uh, prayer among the generations and how it, how it ties in and also the importance of, of each generation. We'll start out though. I know you had a, a very interesting and, and uh, neat story about your grandmother and something right. she liked to do. So we'll, let's start there. Garrett, I'm holding in my hand, um, a little plastic Uh, It says bread of life on it, and it's a container that is holding maybe a hundred scripture verses within it. And when I was a youngster, I'd visit my grandmother's house. It was my mother's mother uh, in Alabama, and this little container was on her table. And I remember at every meal, often we would take out one of the little verses and read it, and that would be a form of prayer for that time. For some reason, I ended up with this after grandmother's death, and I, and I guess my parents too. I don't even remember how I, <laughs> but I've kept it. And uh, I just recently it, it caught my eye. I keep it in the shelf on the on the office here, and I just remembered that that prayer time with grandmother was a significant part of my early life. I actually, she was Assembly of God, so. She go, She became a Christian in Assembly of God Church in about 1920, 22, 23. Okay. So almost 100 years yeah. ago now. Yeah. And I have kept this, uh, this little bread of life. I actually pulled out one of the verses just a moment ago to see. Hebrews 4, 16. Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. So I pulled out a prayer <laughs> for us to, to have. And I thought about that from then. That was one generation. And I know you've never even seen this. Yeah, yeah. And I suspect that not a lot of people have seen this now. But then we go from that to today where through the Internet we have such access of sharing prayer requests, sharing things that are going on. We're actually working at developing uh, a, what I think is going to be a wonderful prayer tool. It's called Pray.com, where churches can, using their smartphones, will be able to give prayers that will be within the church community and pray for one another. So from the bread of life, little cardboard prayer things, to where we are today, where the Internet connecting us so easily and so quickly. Uh, three weeks ago... Um, We've had a tragic situation in our family. My my wife, Becky's sister, died um, 
suddenly and, and without being expected at all. Yeah. The amount of people who, that were praying for her just as she was even dying, the amount of people who've been praying for our family, we are just overwhelmed. As you just put the word out, as people care for you and care for the situations, we have received hundreds of comments, you know, and the hundreds of comments on Facebook and other places. So we are connected. We're connected worldwide through prayer. We know that. Yeah. Um, the Internet is the source that is drawing us all together around the world. And there are people who are saying that the next great awakening, we're on the verge of it. And the tool for it is the Internet yeah. connecting us all together. There have been, this is a tidbit, have actually <laughs> been two other great awakenings that connected all early on. The first was during the Roman, just after Pentecost. And the source of bringing everybody together at that time was the Roman road system. Okay. So they could yeah. move quickly from place to place. The next one was during Luther's time in the 1500s, 1600s. And that was because of the printing press. Yes. The third one now is because of the Internet. And we're on a worldwide potential awakening that we all believe is happening so, internet and through prayer, etc. So, I just thought that it's fascinating when we talk about generations. They're just multi, there are changes that are taking place, but the emphasis of prayer is still there. Yes. It was around my grandmother's table. In her home church, word would get around pretty quickly who needed prayer. I <laughs> yeah, mean, yeah. it didn't have the internet, but they talked. Yes. They cared for one another. Yeah. Now, through the use of the internet and through our prayer emphasis, we can just go so quickly. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, that's, that's one thing that I find so fascinating about uh, the aspect of the Internet. You know, a lot of people, uh, the initial thought about the Internet is, oh, a place where you can, uh, you know, send an email or a place where you can uh, be on social media. But the, the underlying potential there, because of that interaction through the email or social media or through a, a website that has a particular message or uh, a brand or something like that, is the fact that now uh, Christ can be shared all over the world. One person in Hong Kong can share yeah. the love of Jesus with a person in California, you know, USA. Yeah. And one person in, in Canada can share the love of Jesus with someone in Africa. And there's there's not that that um, uh, great divide by distance yeah. anymore when it comes to the truth of, of Christ. And I, exactly. I think you're absolutely right. It's it That will be the next... Great awakening. In my role as the director for the prayer ministry, by through those social media things, I can get a bit overwhelmed because I have many, many things that I see and read. Yeah. Many different requests, and we are aware of things that are happening in so many people's lives. I have to watch, I have to guard myself to say, okay, what do I pray for? personally for what do I share with other people yeah and so it's it's that it's so available for us to use use these emphasis of praying for other people through the internet yeah yeah absolutely now now I want to on that on that uh, same vein want to ask you about because I know that you've been involved with uh, the 40-day prayer covenant yeah and this is a, a magnificent uh, resource teaching tool, and, and also ministry. Tell me a little bit about that, and tell me, I know that they've got stuff for all generations right. with, with that. In, the, the interesting thing about the use of the Internet is through social media, we're, we're not dealing really directly with people. It's not face-to-face. -face. 
Right. right. And that is one of the negatives that we, we know is happening. I believe so strongly that we need to be in covenant prayer with a few other people. It's become one of the more significant things in my life that I have three different covenant prayers. We've been meeting uh, almost four years now. Wow. By phone, I meet with two other men. Each, each group is, is different people. For 30 minutes a day, we've learned that men, uh, three men is the right number. 30 minutes because we're all busy and we, we pray for, we listen to one another and then we pray for one another. This came out of this 40-day prayer covenant, which was really developed by a wonderful Presbyterian, retired now, Presbyterian pastor by the name of Dr. Jerry Kirk. The center theme of this prayer covenant, uh, Garrett, uh, originally about 30, 40 years ago, was just they decided a businessman would pray for Jerry and he for the businessmen. And they would say, Jesus be the Lord of, the, the Lord of uh, life for Jerry Kirk. It was that simple. Yeah. And then through over the years, he, he developed it more. Now that central theme is this phrase, Jesus be the Lord of my life today in new ways and change me any way you want. Wow. Now that is an incredibly <laughs> powerful, in some ways dangerous, yeah. because if you pray that for yourself and you pray it for others, and others are praying for you, Jesus will answer that. Yes. And He will change us. He will bring to mind those areas of our lives that He wants to change. But it's, it's dangerous, but yet it's the safest place because it brings us into God's will. That's right. Now, we've been promoting this for several years now and have, I don't know how many, hundreds of copies I've handed out and shared with people. It's very interesting that in about three years ago, they developed a children's portion of it, a children's prayer covenant. And it's a, uh, the wording is very similar. There's only 10 little statements that are used, but it's a little bit less. I mentioned the other one, Jesus be the Lord of my life today in new ways and change me in any way you want. The children's version says this, Jesus, I want to follow you as my Lord Change me any way you want. Wow. So it's simple, yeah. but it is still so very, very strong. This prayer covenant is being used literally around the world. Uh, I know in Africa, the latest statistic I heard just a few weeks ago, they're up to over one million children that are praying this prayer covenant Wow. and learning to pray. It gives me great hope. Their goal this year is that 3 million children will be praying this prayer for themselves and for each other. It's an incredible thing. No, oh, yeah, three, you said 3 million. That's the goal. And, wow. but, and I think they're probably going, they're underestimating because God is yeah. using this. As children are developed. We really think that the future of teaching children how to be in how to pray and how to be in covenant that develops them because this little prayer covenant um, it's a discipleship tool also because it's yeah. the basic things of of life of nerve grace. Uh, one other phrase, dear Father, thank you for your grace has made me one of your dearly loved children. And I find that when I pray that over and over, and people I. I I'm one of God's dearly loved children. Garrett, you're one of God's yeah. dearly loved yeah. children. Everyone that's listening, <laughs> we're one of God's dearly loved children. So I really have encouraged people to use this 40-day uh, prayer covenant. 
Um, I, I pray for grandchildren through this covenant. They pray for their pop-up through that. That's awesome. Yeah. And, and remind me, because I think at one point you told me, isn't this particular prayer covenant card, because there's, there's different cards. There's a card for the, the children. Right, there's, and the adult. the adult one. Uh, aren't they translated in, in a, a huge number of different Multiple, languages? multiple languages. Yes. Uh, if people want to look at this, it's just on the, um, the web page is theprayercovenant.org. Okay. Theprayercovenant.org, all one word. There are multiple translations that have been made on this. Which is how it's able to be spread yeah. all over the yeah. world. I actually had a friend who t- was a, she's an evangelist, and she had been in the nation of Pakistan. Yeah, um, she is in amazement of how God has used her. She will have in three nights of crusades over two hundred and fifty thousand to come. Wow! And people will realize Pakistan is not a place normally you'd think open to the gospel. Yeah. And after the first year, I said to her, what are you doing to discipleship these people? And said, I'm, I'm looking. So I gave her the prayer covenant. She had over 250,000 copies printed and handed out. What is so interesting, the Taliban refused to educate women so they could not read. So the women would take the card and they would give it to somebody that they knew that could read. So read it's it doubling on it. Wow. So that particular, this card has been given over 500,000 copies of it in Pakistan. Really? By this one lady. That yeah. is incredible. Yeah. And I, and I uh, remember you sharing about her ministry with me yeah. uh, at one point and watched some videos that she yeah. had. Just astounding. Just things you don't, you don't normally hear about. I but know. these massive numbers of people hearing the gospel, learning the, the just the simplicity, the simple Mm-hmm. Foundations of prayer, which is all it takes to to build and continue that relationship mm-hmm. with the Lord in an everyday setting, um, in that communication. I think we're we know that there is so much going on around the world that is below. Let's the phrase under the radar. Yes, yes. It's not visible. It's not gaining a lot of vis, you know attention from any kind of media. But God is working. Yes. Great things are working and is working in the prayer the prayer element. Yeah. Let me ask you this because I know we're we're running out of time. Uh, talk to me a little bit about the importance mm-hmm. of the focus that we have on all generations mm-hmm. and the 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 trap we need to avoid when thinking about all generations. Yes. Thanks, Garrett. Uh, one of the things that I watch when we tend to mention all generations, our thought process tends to go toward people younger than we are. Yeah. So we're thinking rightfully, it's right, but it's only portion of it. We're thinking about, okay, how do we assist the generations that's coming? But we've been emphasizing over and over, it's every generation. Yes. Now, I'm a, I'll be 70 this year to my astoundment. <laughs> no. <laughs> I would not have realized that. <laughs> and, but we're thinking about... What's the gener- not only my generation, but people older than me? It's all generations. So the praying for all generations of people is very important. Uh, in, in January, when we had our day of prayer here at the, at the, uh, the GMC, Global Ministry Center, um, I knew at the very end I wanted to see, I wanted generations to pray for one another. 
So I, I, we couldn't decide how do we divide this up. And there were about 50 or 60 of us, and you were present that yes. day. And I said, okay, <laughs> all of you that consider yourself older, and boy, that got a reaction. Nobody wanted to take that. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and so I, I, I changed it and said, I think I said something like seasoned. I want you on one side of the line, and then all, all of you that would think of yourself younger want you on the other side of the line. Well, there's several people that said, I don't know where I fit. <laughs> yes. I'm be on the younger side. <laughs> that was the de- their their default choice if they if they were right there in the between. Yeah. <laughs> but we started by having those that considered themselves younger to pray for out loud, yes. you know, and to pray for the older group, and then we switched that back and forth. Very meaningful, very powerful, and I've seen this being done in a number of worship settings. How does each generation bless? And thank and honor each other. Yeah, yeah. And it's not just a one-way street. It's not an older group of people praying for younger Christians. No, mm-hmm. I want to be prayed for by people who are younger than I am. Yeah. I want to hear how God is speaking to them and the words that they have. And uh, I love, <laughs> we work with... Uh, the Awakening Team, that's a part of our ministry uh, missions department, and we will have them at our home yeah. uh, often. And it's a great experience. We, My wife teaches people on, on how to be more prophetic, how to use the prophetic. And I love hearing the prophetic words that come out of the younger generation. It's a very different wording that I might use to somebody else, but it is genuine. Yeah. Yeah. It is their expression, and so that's what we want. We want the young and the old all mixing our prayers together, caring for one another, loving one another. Uh, we don't. None of us have a monopoly on Jesus. <laughs> Absolutely, <Yeah. laughs> it's a good way to put it. And you know, it it reminds me uh, uh, because there's there, like you mentioned earlier, there there does seem to be this tendency to just focus on the younger generation mm-hmm. in a lot of a lot of um, well, really, any aspect of trying to you know look towards the future. A lot of times, the younger generation is is what the focus is. Uh, but we can't forget, like what you were saying, we can't forget that that the the older generations, uh, you know, in the Bible, uh, um, age is commonly associated with wisdom. Yeah. And we can't forget that there's so much wisdom and and things to be taught that if you just focus on the younger generation who's trying to learn it all, you're gonna miss. Yeah. Right there, and 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 the wisdom in the prayers, the wisdom in, in how to pray, and the wisdom in the years of that building that relationship and communication, uh, is something that I know, speaking from a, a younger generation point of view, um, is much appreciated because because you know I I listen to the prayers of uh, the older generations to the to those that I respect and and honor, and how they pray I notice I notice that a lot of times makes me rethink some of the, the ways that I pray or makes me focus on things maybe I, I didn't mm-hmm. before. And so there is this there is this need for all of the generations mm-hmm. to be a part of prayer together. And we need the eyesight. Yes. The eyesight to see, the eyesight of experience, the eyesight of of youth of that would that are ready and willing quickly at a moment to respond to God. We need it all. Yeah. We need all of it. 
Most importantly, we need God's eyesight. Yes. That's all I really want. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know what God is saying what, so that I, I want to know how to hear him. That's prayer, is really listening and then praying. Yeah. And he, he answers. We all know he does answer. He does. Quite frequently. He always. 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 Yeah. 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 Lou, I hate to, I hate to, this is one of those subjects that we could sit and probably talk for a long time about. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are coming to the end of the, the program, but I do want to ask you, uh, just leave us with um, uh, any final thoughts you may have, and then also where people can go to uh, learn more about the prayer ministry here of the IPHC, uh, and if they want to submit a prayer request, that sort of thing. Uh, uh, we do receive, um, I don't know, several throughout the week of people asking for prayer. They just go to the webpage, mm-hmm. iphc.org, and uh, there's spots there where people can give their prayer request. Um, I feel like, Garrett, I'm a baby in praying. <laughs> I feel that way often. I want to be, I, I don't want to have, I want my life to be a, one of constant prayer. Yes. A praying life. Not a life of prayer, just a praying life. So I would encourage that for all of us, young and old. Can you develop a life where, where your prayer is, is just a part of your whole conversation? And, yes. and a prayer can be... Uh, Quickly, I think I surprise people at times. People will say, "Would you pray for me?" And I don't think they want they meant right now. And I'll say, "Yeah, let's do it right now." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're they're expecting you just in general mm-hmm. pray for we'll me do that. Your yeah, week. yeah, yeah, maybe. Um, <laughs> no, no. If, the, if they ask a question, do it quickly. Yes. Um, so I, I would just encourage: let's develop a life of prayer. Yes. constantly in communication with God. I love Thanks, Garrett. Thank you, Lou. I appreciate it. Have a great rest of the day, and we will uh, hopefully have you back on here again very soon. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this edition of the IPHC Leadership Cast. For more information on the Leadership Cast and other church-related resources, please visit www.iphc.org.